More adventures with the Doctor, Alice, and the Sapling in Doctor Who, the 11th Doctor, The Sapling Roots, straight ahead. Welcome to the Classy Comics Podcast, where we search for the best comics in the universe. From Boise, Idaho, here is your host, Adam Graham. Well, it's time to review another Doctor Who book, and I promise we're not going to make the next uh, two episodes Doctor Who reviews as well. I didn't realize I'd recorded three straight reviews until I was thinking about it more carefully. This particular book collects issues 3.5 to 3.8, for the 11th Doctor uh, comic series. Issue 5 is Time of the Ood, and it involves the Ood from the TV series. The story on this, uh, and this is somewhat important, probably more important than it should be, is that the 10th Doctor met the Ood on board a platform that was possibly in a black hole. The Ood were a servile race, Though the doctor didn't do anything to free them because he was dealing with a demonic being who was taking them over. However, the doctor did help free the Ood in Planet of the Ood in Season 4. And the Ood song was released throughout the solar system calling for the Ood to return home. However, in Time of the Ood, they find 17 Ood enslaved at a place called the Devil's Eye, which is a resort, and because of its unique position, these Ood cannot hear the Ood song calling them home. The villain of the piece is Johnny Halliburton, formerly a member of the Friend of the Ood who were seeking to free the Ood. However, she took the view that the Ood's who were on the planet who were being docile... Seemingly happy slaves were making a mockery of everything she and her fellow activists had stood for. It's an interesting idea that someone can be an activist and can actually become more concerned with their cause than the people they say they're trying to help. But even with that interesting idea, this story has way too much continuity in it, which is unusual for the 11th Doctor series. And it's got particularly quite a bit of continuity for just a one-issue story. The next story is The Memory Feast, and it finds the Doctor, Alice, and the Sapling landing on a mysterious uh, ship that is known as a Memory Ark. And they stumble through odd uh, landscapes, many of which are drawn from the Doctor's uh, or Alice's memories. This story I found to be just a little bit confusing and busy. The art was pretty good, but it was really hard to file what's going on. It was a one and a half issue story, and it feels like it wasn't long enough to explain all the concepts. It's not bad, but like I said, a bit busy. Then our final story is Fooled, which has the Doctor... Alice and the Sapling heading to a fair. Looks a bit like a Renaissance fair was what we'd call it in the States. 
and the three of them are having a good time just uh, on holiday. However, people around them start losing memories of key events, and the sapling starts gaining them. Uh, What's going on, and why is the sapling leeching these memories? This is probably the best story in the book. It's a single-issue tale, but it uh, has a a good uh, concept at its heart and also has a character moment for the sapling. Something Borrowed is a short that was printed along with The Memory Feast. It has the Doctor going on a spaceship to get something that he had loaned to Drax, a character that he's only ever met in his fourth incarnation. So this is something that he's been wanting returned for seven lifetimes, which turns out to be somewhat anticlimactic and silly, but not silly enough to really actually be funny. Overall, I was somewhat underwhelmed by this. This is not by any means a horrible book. There are some good moments and some good art, but more than anything else, it felt like this book was kind of marking time till the next collection where we'll see a proper resolution to the Sapling storyline. So overall, I will give this book a rating of not classy, and we'll see if uh, they can pick it up in the final volume. We turn now to listener comments and feedback, and I have a comment from Dave regarding episode 19, how to legally read comics for free. Uh, He says, thanks for the tips on reading comics for free. I'm lucky enough to live within a short walking distance from my branch of our county library, so I often browse the shelves of the graphic novel and comic trade paperback section there, and sometimes check out the uh, countywide online catalog. I also have Comicology on my Kindle Fire, and I really like their guided view feature, which lets me read panel by panel. I help to these old eyes. I will be looking for the Hoopla app you mentioned, and look into getting a non-resident library card from the Philadelphia Library since I live just outside that fine city. I'm very glad you talked about these things and gave the pros and cons of various methods. Uh, Stay classy. Well, thank you so much, Dave. I appreciate your comments. Uh, And I will say that the Hoopla app does also have a similar uh, thing for the guided view uh, where you can uh, read through the uh, comics one panel at a time. And that is a nice feature, uh, particularly because there are a lot of comics where the lettering is so small you can't really see, as well as some where just the level of detail you get when you're able to look at one panel is a lot better. Uh, Be sure and listen to episode 29, as we'll have some, uh, discuss some ways to uh, save money on uh, comics that you do decide to buy. So I hope you'll be listening for that. All right, well, that will do it for now. If you have a comment, email to me at classycomicsguy at gmail.com. Follow uh, on Twitter at classycomicsguy and check out my website, classycomicsguy.com. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.